0: classic way we always start the show
1: popping Mm-mm the questions hi
0: you we wrote a theme song specifically so we, we wouldn't have to say pop 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 every time
1: well i do it for pleasure
0: disgusting you monster <laughs> <laughs> welcome to popping the questions <laughs> this is a podcast i um, about love
1: intimacy relationships
0: and uh um i think that's it
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> oh in songwriting In songwriting hey my brother yeah. when
0: i was talking about the the the, the uh the uh, <laughs> podcast he was like oh yeah i didn't get the name at first but then i was like oh popping like 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 it's like pop music so you're like turning the questions into pop music yeah and i was like no oh no that's not it
1: it kind of is
0: no that's that's that wasn't the intention
1: it wasn't originally the intention. I but mean, it
0: could be construed that way, but if we're taking artist's intent into it, it was more of like a play on words of popping the question, like, you know, because you're falling in love, and you're going to get married. But it's a lot of questions, but I was like, I could see how you could, you know, interpret it that way.
1: I've definitely been telling people that it's kind of like popping the questions, like making it into pop music. So.
0: Well, we don't write pop music.
1: I sometimes do.
0: Taylor, this whole podcast has been a sham.
1: Ha- <laughs> we have one episode after this. Uh, left, uh, you, by the way, you had
0: a different idea of what the of what our entire name means in your head this entire time. You never said anything.
1: I did not think I had to.
0: This is ridiculous. My my brother's gonna be very vindicated when he hears this. It's gonna be like, see? And I'll be like, Ugh, okay, whatever. Let's get into the questions. Okay. There's some, really, there's some really chewy ones. Yeah,
1: it's really they're really crunchy. Yeah, uh, chewy, so and chewy
0: and crunchy. That's question gross. 33
1: is mine. It's, if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, uh, what would you most regret not having told someone, and why haven't you told them yet?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then your question was 34. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. Yeah. What would it be and why?
0: Great. All right, so what do you want to tell people, Taylor? Who did you talk to?
1: Great, yeah. So um, I went to Rosh Hashanah, a celebration, <gasps> on this past Sunday, and well, wasn't
0: it on Monday?
1: Yeah, but okay. we're busy. <laughs> great, great. great. <laughs> it was really fun, and it was really lovely. Um, my longtime friend Allie Drum, who I've already asked a question for for this podcast, um, hosted it, mm-hmm. and you know, apples and honey. Yep. Apples and honey yum, and yum, yum, some yum. little Jewish prayers and burning some intentions. It was nice. really great. Um, it was really funny, though, because like you just never like Ali hosts a lot of things and you just never really know who's going to show up. And um, for Rosh Hashanah, it was like entirely queer Jewish people. Nice. And so, a good party right there. I would be like, um, hi, yes, uh, had a question. <laughs>
0: I can't relate to you in any way. Uh, uh, I, have, I have a question.
1: Yeah, and I was, I would ask them about, like, I was asking about some boys I saw, and I was wondering about gendered language and stuff. Um, and they were like,
0: none of these boys are into you well, for multiple reasons. I was just talking. A? <laughs> You're not, you're not one of the, you're a Gentile. Okay. B, you're, you're, you're a woman.
1: (laughs) I, I actually was referring to some, some Orthodox Jewish, like 12 year olds that I'd seen. And they definitely (laughs) wouldn't be into you. They definitely, I hope they're not into me. They're probably still
0: like very much like gotta marry
1: a Jewish woman. Probably. Yeah. They were walking out of a gas station with some Mountain Dews and I just was like chuckling myself. That's a good Rosh Hashanah right there. Um. Anyway, so that was just a fun occasion. So then I ended the evening by being like, "Hey guys, want to answer a devastating <laughs> question? That's
0: insanely sad and intense question. Well, I guess not sad. What well, could be sad?"
1: And they were like, "Absolutely yes." Good. So, um, I asked them the question. Uh, you know, what would if they didn't have the opportunity to tell talk to anyone? Um, but they had to die this evening. What would they regret not having told someone, and why? And um, I think. I I talked to there are two people that I didn't know there, and one of them um, was like, well, I say everything on my mind, so I'm not sure. (laughs) Hmm. And I was like, I relate to that, yes, very much. And then the other person was saying like, well, I feel like I'm the more unfinished business that I have, more than okay, they
0: turn into a ghost,
1: right? More than you know, the things that I would need to say. Like I feel like I I do tell people that I love them and like things that are important to me. Like I've said. Um, like she said that maybe she would, uh, go and express some gratitude and love to her parents. Um, and because they've provided her with unconditional love with no expectations of anything in return, um, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was like, I was like, okay, and why haven't you said anything? And she's like, well, you know, it's not an everyday occasion to express that. And also like, even though I do tell them that I love them, you know, it does, I don't feel like it's enough to justify what they've given me yeah um so i was kind of thinking about my answer being like well i also am like pretty vocal (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i'm not incredible at um closing my mouth and not expressing my feelings sure uh But I kind of sort of drifted in the topic as, like, the things that have gone unsaid to me, for me, are to people who have hurt me. Yeah. Because, um, like, for me, like, as a very expressive person, like, once you hurt me, like, I'm going to turn the switch off and you are no longer privy. To To what's going on to it my emotional the, the doors being yeah. like you no longer get it. So for me to like, be like, you hurt me when you did X, Y, and Z, or like you made me angry when you did X, Y, and Z is like a privilege. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge privilege. <laughs> Cause that means like, I don't know. I want to give you the chance to atone or fix things. And I'm just, I just don't do that. I'm, I'd rather just shut the whole thing down, turn the lights off, send everybody home. Not for me. And, um, uh one of the people there at rosh Hashanah was like yeah i think that i would maybe tell this person in high school who uh every day under her breath would just say really and like really mean things to me like he was saying that during class one day he was joking around he's like oh yeah like i've never even heard of that shakespeare play and the girl would be like that's because you're fucking stupid And, like, under her breath. But, like, he would be right there. And that was, like, throughout all of high school for him. And, like, it really, that's. Hurtful yeah. <laughs> and painful what and, like, not cool. So, like, I think, you know, he was saying, like, he might want her to know. But, like, we all kind of discussed it. And it's kind of like, well, we're all going to die. So, like, do they need to know these things? Yeah. And also, like, he was saying, like, he doesn't believe it in an afterlife. So it really doesn't matter. Right. Um, whereas, like, I do believe in things happening afterwards. So, like, I don't know if, like, it would put my spirit to rest. Or, like, if I would have to, like you know, five people you meet in heaven about it.
0: Haunt someplace maybe. You know. Um, Unfinished business.
1: So that was kind of the discussion. It was like kind of this, what we came to is that the good stuff, we think the people in our life. No. Mm-hmm. And like the obvious answer is, of course, like I want to tell my parents I love them and my significant other that I love them and blah, blah, blah. blah. There's no like, none of us had any like, um...
0: Like super salacious, unfinished, like business, yeah. or like some unrequited love, right, 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 right. Or someone who wronged you so fully, like we didn't have any
1: like... like children that we needed to let know that we were their parents, right, or anything,
0: or like, hey, what you did was really fucked up, and but I guess, like you said, like does. Do they need to even know? Because like, are they privy to those emotions? Because like that's hurt you?
1: that's the thing, and I'm like. I don't know. I don't I kind of like I don't I'm not invested in this person who's hurt me growing as a person. No, I think so at a certain I'm like, point
0: it's like who the fuck cares about this person anymore? Like so, hopefully.
1: Yeah. And I'm just kind of like Bye.
0: Yeah, boy bye.
1: <laughs> so uh <laughs> when I read the song, um yeah, I I kind of like was exploring that question of like should they get to know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. You want to listen to it? Let's do it.
1: All right.
3: Picture me, the one who has too much to say in a scene, where the words are rubbed away like a silent film. Where you write your own subtitles, filling in what you will, what you need for your survival. You took away my words, and I was never heard. Would it matter now to hear it? Would it matter now? You took away my Out and you can remember the phenomenon of oh, my voice surrendered like a dream recurse where you scream and nobody hears. But it was my hurts that silenced me for years, you took away my words. took away my-
0: song hmm. i think i mean i know because <laughs> i was like this is um i mean i feel like i know um, you know some of the things you're thinking about mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. regards to the song and it just yeah very vulnerable and i think uh, a good sort of you know like dissection of the question and the and what you were talking about like yeah because like once someone hurts you after a point yeah, does it matter? I don't know.
1: And it's like uh, something that we talked about too was was that at the time, like you did, we didn't have the tools in our toolbox
0: no. to
1: respond. Well, and and now that like, and sometimes like you don't even realize that something is fucked up at the time. Yeah, and then years later you're like, absolutely not. Yeah, that was so wrong. And like you like encounter these people and you're like. I don't know. Is it worth like even bringing up like I didn't I didn't know.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, you 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 do give them a piece of your mind and you're able to tell them everything you're feeling. And like, do you
1: really even feel better afterwards? Feel better? Probably. (laughs) I can say from experience. No, you probably just have something else to obsess over. Yeah. Is what it just adds fuel to the fire is how I feel.
0: Also, I like the ooze on top. I always like when you have the the atmospheric ooze.
1: Yeah, I didn't just go for the thirds this time. I was like, we gonna get fancy. We gonna
0: get fancy. Um, Yeah, I think this is interesting. And I want to talk. I mean, I think we have more to talk about about this once I answer. So Mm -hmm. let's put a pin in it. Put in a pin. For after the next question. Ping. Uh, Which is the classic, what would you save if your house was burning down? Right. Essentially.
1: After you save your loved ones and pets. You can grab one thing.
0: So I called My dad
1: Mm. Uh, because
0: I thought it would be interesting to talk to him about this, Um, seeing as, for several reasons, Uh, like, my dad's also a musician, um, and he and my mom have um, moved a lot of times in the last, like, 10 years, so, like, they've had to pare down their possessions. They still have way too much stuff, yeah. but they also have a lot of artwork and, like, collections, and so I just thought it would be interesting to see, like, uh, what his take was, and I wasn't sure what he was going to say, um, but he didn't have to think very long um, Cause you know I was like Alright you know Everyone's safe Pets are safe mm-hmm. One back run And um, He said he would grab his uh, He kind of cheated But I decided it was okay Cause these were like Close enough to the same thing Sure uh, He would grab his Bible and his journals mm. um, Cause my dad has kept A journal since 1990 Wow Yeah So he has like Pretty much every Single day Of his life Since 1990 On paper in like a little composition notebook and he's got a box full of them mm. in storage, like in, in their house. So a lot of it is, uh, notes. Um, cause my dad's like a really, uh, a good Christian man, very religious. And so he reads his Bible all the time, takes notes in his Bible and then like transcribes the notes into the journal. And so a lot of his journals have a lot of his thoughts going back 20, you know, eight years on, a. Or was it 1994? Anyway, whatever. Twenty some odd years of um, it was 1990? Yeah, of uh, his thoughts on you know different parts of the Bible and also just everything that happened.
1: Yeah, like your whole like literally my entire and your, life and your family. Yeah,
0: uh, like the history of our family. Like uh, my oldest brother would have been three when he started writing and I wasn't born yet. Wow. And then like my dad, even like at one point was sending each of us kids, like his journal entries of like the weeks we were born. Like the, Mm -hmm. so it was very interesting because we could see his thought process of like, like just Josiah's here, like Sherilyn's doing okay. She's in pain. Like, and also, also a lot of his journals, uh, entries are just like prayers. Like, please let this go, you know, be with us, all this stuff. So, um, and I thought I thought that was really interesting, and was had an interesting talk with my dad about how, uh, the, uh, like, just how cool it is that we have like thirty years of family history in journals in journal form, and I was like, we need to get these digitized, digitized, yeah. so that we, and also you know once text to, or text recognition is better, and they can like read your handwriting, like we could literally search these and find like the day, like what happened today, yeah. which is just really cool, um, and I, I followed after my dad. Um, uh, I have journals uh, going all through 7th to 12th grade uh, that I have in my possession. In
1: this squalor?
0: Yeah, they're under my bed. Wow. Mm-hmm. But um, I fell off journaling in college and then journaled a little bit after college and then fell off again. So mm. I want to start again because I think it's a, a good discipline to have. Yeah, and, it's a and good and practice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my dad and I talked about how the i had a hard time answering honestly because i was like i was like talking to my dad and i about how i have a lot of i have a lot of stuff and you see the squalor i do i have a lot of stuff (laughs) but like most of my stuff breaks down to uh collections or instruments um things that can be replaced Mm -hmm. like the um like i have a collection of comic books i have a collection of artwork um you know i have a lot of instruments now but each of them is replaceable uh and, you know, I, I my first thing, I, the first thought I was, like, maybe my violin that I've had since I was, like, 13 or 14. Yeah. But then, even then, like, it's a good violin, and I loved it, and it, I've had it for forever. But, like, I, if I got a new violin, that'd be okay. Like, it's not this thing that I'm, like, this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, like, I'd be really sad if I lost. It. If it broke or anything like that, I'd be very, very sad. Right. But also, it's replaceable. I can get a new violin, uh-huh. and I can get a better violin. Like... It's not, you know, it's not the greatest thing ever. It's not this priceless artifact. So I had a hard time. And, like, a lot of my art that you can see around here is, like, stuff that was given to me uh, or made by the artist for me. Like, a lot of it's my brother and and my family making stuff for me. So, like, that's not necessarily replaceable, but also... I don't know if I could pick one of them and be like, this is the most important over all the other. <laughs> pieces right, right, of right, art. right, 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 right. So I don't know. I came to a conclusion. The song ends up being mostly about my dad's answer, but I think the conclusion I came to uh, was, and this is kind of adorable, uh, I have a, a blanket that I've had since I was a baby that my grandma made for me. And uh, I still have it on my bed. And I basically sleep with it every night. Uh, and it's like a cuddle blanket because it's so threadbare. But. You, you, I'll show it to you in a second oh my god um yeah it's like a 26 year old blanket and it's
1: impressive that it's made it, it existed this far. and not
0: like dissolved I know yeah. I don't understand how <laughs> it's alive but I've also had the thought before like I would like to um you know turn that blanket into a blanket for my children if I if slash when I ever have kids mm-hmm. uh, and like kind of pass it on because my grandma on my dad's side made it for me and uh, I think it'd be a cool like thing to pass it on to my children although I'd have to like wash it and i think if i washed it it would turn into dust because um, I, I don't wash it very often um but anyway i think i would save that just because it's like a connection to home and to my family mm-hmm. and it's the only i think it's like the only thing that really i can think that couldn't be replaced because like, even the artwork like i could get my dad or my uh, brother or sister or whatever to make another one yeah um but like that blanket has been around for so long mm. so yeah i think that was my answer but anyway the song is mostly about my dad's answer and about uh, sort of how I think of my dad as a person, um, um, and sort of his influence and the kind of man I think he is—that uh, would keep a journal for thirty years—and his relationship with uh, God, and you know his relationship with religion and stuff, which I don't really share, um, but I still uh, admire his discipline and uh, his like fervency, I guess. Um, whoa. Beep beep. Beep beep. Anyway, um, yeah, let's listen to it.
3: Let's do it.
2: like their deserts, and gods, they like their sons. Venture out for 40 days until the change is done. Take another 40 years, write everything down. Pass it on to progeny, so you all might wear the crown. Ah, the fire of God is here. Every single verse. Use the newfound knowledge to dispel the family curse. Soften the exterior, bring water from the rock. Ask it to come kindly, try to walk the walk. Ah, ah, ah the fire goddess God is here. ah. ah, ah. From the lone, turn back into a pillar, but not of salt of stone. Be the firm foundation so that we are not alone. Ah, the fire of God is here. Ah, the place is drawing near. Ah, burn away my scales. Ah, let me live to tell the tale. Ah, uh, burn away my scales. Ah, uh, let me live to tell the tale. Ah, uh, the fire God is here. Ah, uh, the place is burning here Ah, uh, burn away my scales. Ah, uh, let me live to tell the tale. Ah, uh, let me live to tell the tale.
0: We're back again
1: great so um yes i got such strong imagery with that mm. and um God. i felt like it was like um you know calcifer from howl's moving castle yeah sure I no saw. i don't i've
0: never seen that really yeah I need to see it i do you, know why i haven't
1: you will love it
0: i know i know i would
1: wow okay well anyway it's a little fire demon Oh, okay, and, um, love it already. But he's really cute. He's voiced by Billy Crystal. Oh, adorable. You're really going to love him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Calcifer is like a little fire demon. When he eats more wood, he grows and he gets bigger and he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah.
0: I love this guy already.
1: Uh, and I just imagined, like, but, like, a spooky version of him in happening on, like, your the, like, Texas ranch that I'm imagining, even Oof. though I know your parents live not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it was really interesting and like the like spoken section over like that sweet sweet guitar solo, like it was just a real it, that was like a real like that was like beans for my brain. Yeah, sure. Protein nice, and like nice tasty stuff to grow on. Yeah.
0: It. I mean, I'm. I, this one is like I haven't dipped back in the religious well for a while, mm-hmm. but like went back to the religion well really hard with this one. Yeah. Um. I loved it. Which it's easy to. I hate it, but it's easy for me to write in that way. Like, the words come out a lot easier when I'm just, like, doing vague religious allusions. Not vague, but, like, I guess metaphors, like, religious stuff. But, um, yeah. It needs more. I mean, behind the curtain, uh, Taylor heard, like, a version with just guitar and vocals. So there's more that needs to be done. Um, I don't want to hear
3: it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Gotta add that sweet bass track so you can, like, hear it and get really mad at me. Really mad, yeah. I'm Um, probably gonna be very angry. (laughs) Well, and so, so just, like, a little more background, like, I don't know, I, uh, when I was writing the song, I wanted to write it uh, with the idea of, like, my dad as sort of, like, a mythic figure, I guess, Mm. like, someone who's writing and learning and trying to save himself and his family through, like, I don't know, I, I wanted it to sort of be an allegory in a way and um my dad really uh, identifies with the story of saul in the new testament Mm. uh and saul became paul because he was uh uh persecuting the new leaf the newly found christian church before it was really a church uh so he's like chasing after christians and killing them and and like locking them up and all this stuff and then god like like stopped him and blinded him on the path one day and was like why do you persecute me so that was the um uh the little weird creepy section was i guess god and also paul cuz my dad like had a similar moment in his life where he felt like he was sort of like put on the right track in a way um sort of a come to G- like a literal come to jesus moment mm-hmm. uh which he talks about sometimes if you you know get to know him well but they all, and then like the underscoring thing is I, I sang this song in high school called the conversion of saul did you ever hear that in choir, like in choir stuff yep love it and there's like the, <laughs> and that's Latin or something. Oh, yes it is. for uh, It's for like murder, harass, bind into chains. And so that's what I was saying all creepy and low. It's so good. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make it English because I don't speak Latin. Anyway, that's some of the thoughts behind the song. Cool stuff. I didn't talk about a blanket at all though. So I failed. Next uh, time. Let's share our answers to each other's questions. Yes, just Shall right we? Now.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone... What would you most regret not having told someone? And why haven't you told them yet? Let's hear it. Come on. I
2: don't know.
0: I don't know. I think I also am someone who says what's in my heart Mm -hmm. a lot. I think there, I don't know. I think there are people that I have wronged, but I'm pretty sure I've, I'm pretty sure I've either apologized or reached out or made amends or whatever to most of them. I think um which isn't to say that like you know my slate is clean or anything but i don't right. i can't think of someone that i'm like i really wish i could go and just be like hey i'm really sorry for you know this shit i did um because i feel like i've already done that mm-hmm. uh mostly i mean i'm uh, i probably could think of someone if i really racked my brain that like oh i really should apologize to them for like how shitty i treated them or whatever but i really do think that i've mostly been good about reaching out to people if i wrong them or if i'm aware of it at least but you know we're all just bumbling through life yeah. a lot of times we unaware sure of who aren't. we hurt mm-hmm.
1: um no bastard sons no no uh no uh houses that you burned down and walked away from no um
0: <laughs> i think like hold on, i'm gonna shut this window because the bugs are annoying me
3: <laughs> anyway,
0: so, um, I think okay, this is the answer when I was reading through the questions uh, earlier in the process, like I saw that one and I was like, oh, I know I'd want to go like tell my ex that I, you know, love her or whatever, but I've already, I already did that too. Like, like a long time ago. Yeah. And it's not like she's gonna, you know, it's not like anything will change if I, and I don't think I don't think I feel that way anymore. Like I guess that's the difference that like you know sixteen some odd weeks makes. Hey, uh, it's a long time, right? Or how I many eighteen some odd weeks?
1: Yeah, yeah. plus more.
0: Yeah, uh, well, probably about eighteen because I think we missed two weeks, and this is like the second to last episode. So, or maybe whatever. Who I cares? think we
1: did miss M- Mortland too.
0: Ah, uh, who cares? Anyway, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I th- I I think like. Uh, my that was my initial thought when I saw that question was like I'd want to go back to, you know, wherever she is and be like,
2: I still love you.
0: But like, who cares? Um, and also, like, I don't think I. I don't think I do.
1: Plus, it's kind of weird and unfair to be like. I'm with dying. My dying. Bye. Breath, <laughs> I, I wanted you. to tell you that I loved you because then for the rest of her life, she's going to be like, well, I felt nothing. That's yeah. kind of fucked up. Yeah.
0: Um, thanks or for, I guess I don't
1: know that she would feel nothing. I but... don't think
0: she feels anything anymore. Like at one point, she probably did, but, sure. you know, she broke up with me. So it's, uh, presumably, she doesn't feel anything anymore. But, uh, but once again, I also, I already did that. Like yeah. mm-hmm. very dramatically at the end of a summer. Like we had a great. Just and great as in quotes. We had a really great, you know, rendezvous where we freaking lit it all on the table. And I yeah. was like, I still love you <laughs> And I just like fart sounds came out of my mouth. Yeah. And uh nothing changed. No nothing got better. No. Uh it just was like still the same. So yeah, I think that's one another thing like you're talking about earlier, like duh, what's the fucking point half the time? Uh, it's for it's for us, you know. It's not for the other person. But even like most of the time, it doesn't even help us.
1: Well, it's hard to it's hard to know. Yeah. Like, are you doing it to like light a fire under their ass? Are you doing it because it would would it actually make you feel better? And I feel Here's, like if he, it's if it's to affect yourself, then like fine, try it, I guess. But like, I don't I don't know that like it really makes anybody feel better.
0: No, and I think that goes for most. Okay, this is my theory. This is a theory. I think this goes for most people, and I think it applies to most things. Is that a lot of the time when we are, you know, in this situation where it's like, oh, I have been needing to tell this person something, or I have to get this off my chest, or even like when you're trying to like give someone some advice or like try to set them on the right path mm-hmm. or whatever, blah blah blah. That's I think really and truly. I mean, you can have. You know, uh, altruistic motives And it can can be selfless But, like, in the end We're kind of just doing that for our own benefit A lot A lot of times, I think Um, Yeah I I think that's, because, like, you know For me, for for instance, for me Like, going to my ex, like, whatever How long ago that was And being like, this is laying on the table Like, oh, you did all this terrible stuff Like, oh, I hate you, but I also still love you All that shit That's not gonna change her at all like mm-hmm. it might affect her a little bit, but I wasn't doing that. Like in my mind, it's like, oh, if I do this, things will get better. Like maybe she'll fall back in love with me, whatever. But I really, it was just like a selfish way for me to like process, I guess, in a way that I guess was needed. Um, and then it didn't help at the time. But then like, you know, after however long, uh, I guess it was beneficial, maybe. But I think that's true for a lot of things like you know when you're like trying to when you give someone a good lashing of like with all these stuff they've done wrong it's not like to better them it's to like make yourself i guess feel good uh i don't know what do you think i, I know that's kind of a uh, uh, uh it might, might be a stretch to say that like everything in the all things in that realm of like you know trying to tell someone one last thing would be selfish but i don't know what do you think i
1: do think it's selfish yeah i do think it's 100% selfish
0: Because I don't think you could say anything that would like affect someone so deeply
1: Or like even if it did then like I don't know Like
0: Like yeah think about, I mean especially in the context of this question like you're gonna die And this is the last thing because even like If you had a kid that You know didn't know you were their father Or is mother
1: it, Is it that um, I don't know Because like I'd...
0: why would you Because like would it be good for them to go and be like hey just you know I'm your mother And you die because then that kid might be Fucked up forever to be like, yeah. I thought I had a one parent, and then i turned trying to add another parent. But now they're gone forever. So yeah. great.
1: Unless you're like the Queen of England, and then you're royalty. Right, I Unless guess. you're really rich, I guess. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It's. I think it's a selfish thing, and I think like the re- it it the, the question is also why haven't you told them yet? And like some that reason is probably also selfish. <laughs> It's, yeah. and, it, and not necessarily in a bad way. Maybe it's protecting you, yeah, and maybe self, it's protecting self pre- them. Pres-
0: preservation yeah.
1: And I think that that's fine. I think that that's fine, and we can carry whatever we want to. To our graves. Yeah.
0: Well, I, and, and I think this is something, another thing I was thinking about recently. I think our generation is pretty, because, like, we millennials have a bad rap in every way, for stupid reasons. But, like... People are like, oh, they're afraid of commitment. Like non-committal, uh, have a hard time sharing. Everything's this ironic detachment, and I think that might be true, romantically, in relationships, like romantic relationships, like partner relationships. But I feel like friend to friend, like as people, we share a lot. Does that make sense? Uh huh. I think we're more open with just like our day to day friends than like say our parents were. You know right, what I mean? Well,
1: a lot of things have been destigmatized.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And and that helps. Um, and, and that makes friendships and, different. And the internet in, exists. In a really big way. And yeah, then you're also able to like find a chat room for people who have the same weird disease as you. Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, me too. Or
0: you can just, you know, direct message anybody. And it's a lot easier to have a private conversation
1: now yeah, than it yeah. was.
0: Because like if you wanted to talk to someone in private. You know, in the nineties, you had to call them on the phone or go hang out with. Or even you know, before that, you had to go to their house. You know, before there was phones, and like talk,
3: Write <laughs> them a letter, I guess. Write them a letter. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so I don't know. I think I think uh, this question is interesting, but like, yeah, I mean, like you said, we both, I don't know, talk talk a lot and are bad at not expressing things
1: i guess like the thing is is like if i haven't told you something there's a damn good reason and like maybe hop off my dick about it
0: yeah and if i haven't told someone something it might either be either i think it's because it's not worth the trouble that it would bring them or it would bring me like yeah because i think there's sometimes that i mean honesty is the best policy sure but like sometimes you should just shut up
1: I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. like there,
0: there are people that don't need to know that you have feelings for them. There are people that don't need to know that, you know, or don't care, don't need to remember that you were mean to them in high school. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So I guess I don't really have an, I can't, I, don't, I didn't have a good answer. I don't know. I guess I would tell my parents I love them. Right. Or I would, you know. Now, here's what i do. I'd like tell everyone in the world, is this allowed?
1: You're can about just, to do it. I know what you're going to do. Go I just broadcast? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Wait, what, what do you think I'm going to do?
1: You're going to do the like fake profit thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I forgot I already pulled this (laughs) trick. (laughs) I'm like, listen, I, (laughs) I am, I, God talked to me and uh, I'm going to die tonight. But, and this is how I know for sure I'm dying tonight. But listen, actually, no, this is good. I'm going to find one person and i will be like, I'm going to be like Joseph Smith and they're going to be like Brigham Young and I'm going to be like, Hey, listen, I'm going to die tonight. You need to spread the word in my of my church, and here's the word: you gotta be nice to everyone, and everyone's gotta have equal rights, and don't be a dick to anybody, and like stay in your fucking lane, Thank and you. <laughs> yes. and be lo- and love people, but also celebrate them, and don't be prejudiced. And then he's just gonna be writing all this down, like, great. And there's uh, gonna be a lot of commandments. It's gonna be very like train of thought. All right, That's let's my move answer. on. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right, Taylor, house the house is burned down. Your domicile. You save Clem. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going back for?
1: I would go back for... Um, I think I would go back for... This is such a stupid fucking answer. I hate it. Um, but I would go back for my Harry Potter books. <laughs> and if I could only pick one, I would take Sorcerer's Stone, obviously. Sure. But those are books. Those are my books. Yeah. And um, I'll, I want to read those to my spawn. Yeah.
0: Have you had... Are those the ones you've had since like you got yeah. them? Yep. Yeah, same. I have... Although one of mine is still missing because I loaned it to a friend who has not given it back, which is. Oh.
3: Rude.
0: I know. But
1: yeah, yeah, I would definitely save those books. Um, I don't care about my journals. Uh, and then, like you said, everything else is truly replaceable. I mean,
0: even like computer, like, uh, I think if I had asked me this question, like, maybe 10 years ago, I've been, or like, even like five years ago, I've been like, maybe my computer because it has all my pictures and like documents on it. But like, that's all, I've got most of that backed up at this point. In the cloud somewhere. So like, Any
1: picture that I really like is on Instagram, to be honest. Go.
0: That's the thing is I have all these pictures from like high school and college. And I'm like, what are these doing? They're just living on my hard drive. <laughs> like, yep. Doing nothing. But yeah, things are replaceable. I like that you want to read Harry Potter to your kids. Yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day about um, how our parents uh, read read to us as kids. Mm-hmm. And I always like forget that my parents did that. And then I remember it and it makes me really like. Mm-hmm. Like it's the nicest, like most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. Like a little bed. Like we and my my dad would just read us chapter books. Like he read all of the Chronicles of Narnia to mm-hmm. us, and we just like read a couple chapters before bed. And can I tell you a really cute story?
1: Yeah, let's hear it. And then I'll let you go. Okay. Well, I have more to say, but go ahead. Okay,
0: good. I just saw you shifting in your seat, and I thought I you am
1: were. shifting because I can smell what JT is cooking.
0: I know I'm hungry too. Anyway, <laughs> so. uh <laughs> My dad This episode is sponsored by Us being hungry
1: and JT's cooking. And JT's
0: cooking. Uh so my dad um has traveled a lot his whole life um for work and stuff cuz he's a professor but a lot of a lot of times he would get picked to go like overseas and like mm-hmm. be the sort of um liaison for the uh, university for the agriculture department. So he got to go to when I was pretty young he got to go to like Japan and China uh in a pretty short succession of each other and they were long trips where he was gone for like a couple weeks. And when you're like, you know, 6 that's a big deal that's forever mm-hmm. and so he um, he recorded he using a tape recorder
3: Aww. he recorded
0: him his, his voice reading us the next like like he recorded almost an entire book's worth probably of all the chapters so that whenever he was gone my mom would just come in and press play and we'd listen to my dad read us chapters of like Chronicles of Narnia while we were falling asleep while he was in China and it was so cute good work I know good job Clay A good man.
1: He's a good man.
0: He is. And nowadays you just Skype someone and be like, here, let me read you a book. But Mm. still, I think it's really nice. (laughs)
1: What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that um, I don't remember being read to a lot as much as uh, my mom had me read. (laughs) (laughs) Read this book. Uh, She would be like, you read it out
0: loud. Do you remember when you learned how to read?
1: Kind of. I remember struggling with the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. As being my first book book, aside from the books that I just have one word on every right, like, like little cardboard egg. page. right? And the Berenstain Bears was my first one, and I was struggling with it. My mom was like, do you want to go back and, and get another book? And I was like, no. Get a
0: baby book.
1: We're going to read this one. And me just, I had a really high reading level. Same. Um, you know. We're both really smart.
0: But, I, yeah, because I, I, all I remember is that I already knew how to read when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And so I don't know when that happened. I assume my parents taught me, but I don't remember.
1: I think I was mainly taught at preschool.
0: I didn't go to preschool. We were poor. And there wasn't really good preschool programs in my city. Well, I don't know. Why didn't I go to preschool? They sent my little brother to preschool. Not fair. Uh (laughs) It's probably actually because me and my sister were like, a year and a half apart. And if mm-hmm. they were going to send us preschool, they would have had to send us both to preschool. Right. And they probably didn't have money to do both. Yeah. Both of anyway, my
1: parents worked full time, so. Yeah. They were like, got to do it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, my mom it. was also a piano teacher, so she could take care of me during the day most of the time, I guess. I don't know how I learned to read. I'm going to ask my parents. Anyway, that was a good diversion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, yeah, the books well, will be really important to me. And this
0: is another, just a little, another thing to talk about. This is what I talked about with my, my, my dad about. This question is really good to ask people because you can find out what they value um mm-hmm. because i mean in, yeah in this day and age so many things are replaceable um and a lot of things have just become commodities where it's like you know i can get a new even if my recording equipment was gone i'd be sad but if yeah. it got stolen or burned down i could insurance and get it back and But like,
1: i don't really have any heirlooms
0: no
2: i
1: have um a a, a, a really nice print of um one of my favorite klimt Mm. paintings and it's in this really amazing frame and it hung in my house that I grew up in yeah um I don't know how long my mom had it before that but like that's the thing that I have for my parents and then like I have like a ring yeah. or two that my mom gave to me a few years ago and like those are nice but they aren't like long they like it wasn't like, like
0: go back forever or anything. right
1: so like I don't really have heirlooms or anything that uh would has been like passed down through generations sure. so like to me like then I'm like well what do I want to keep forever and what do I always want to have it's like those books yeah and I like,
0: think that's indicative of what you value as a person because you value uh, this you value like this creativity and this like imagination and um, and you know reading knowledge like all this stuff um, I do value those creativity things. and and like that's you know where your values lie Or lay or whatever and you know wanting to pass that on and give that to other people and like for my dad like he values like the wisdom and this uh the you know the journey and and his journey becoming a better person and like his Mm -hmm. family and the wisdom he's gained and how he's grown as a person and like for me with the blanket it's like I value my home like where my heart is and with my family and like I'm sort of a sentimental person when it comes that kind of stuff and that affects a lot of who I am and, and how I experience things. So, I think this question is—I actually do like it because sometimes when we do these questions, I'm like, "This is stupid." <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this one I actually like because it there is a deeper level to it. Yeah. Beyond like you know just oh I'd save my whatever. Although it would be a real bummer if someone was like I'd have to get my purse. I'd be like, oh, yikes. No. What's going they're, on over there? Which got like- I mean gra- if, if, you're, if you if your purse is your favorite thing whatever fine you're you're fine I guess but.
3: I'm going to judge you. Change who
2: you are. That was one <laughs> Can I?
0: Okay, this is on uh, another side note. But one time on on a dating app. Uh-oh. I was talking to this girl. Uh-huh. and um, And when I her description, it was like, you know, she was one of those girls that's like, give me your best pickup line. So I was like, we're talking a little bit. And I was like, well, what are you interested in? so I'll, I'll do a custom one because I'm not going to just be like, mm-hmm. you fall from over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so I was like, what are you interested in? What do you like? And she was like, oh, I don't know, like. Purses.
1: Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? That's all. You know what's weird though is like a girl being really into purses is like that's kind of I mean like yeah, like lots of girls have lots of purses, but like lots of guys that I see on like abs and things are really into like shoes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm true. like,
1: I wouldn't laugh at a guy if he was like I'm really into shoes.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's true. And I I don't yeah, that's true. Maybe it's double standard cuz why am I laughing at this girl who's really into purses? I was kind of also the way she said it cuz she was kind of like I don't know. I don't purses. know purses. <laughs> I but was also like, do you, like, you really like purses
1: that much? I guess like the question is like what are you passionate about? And if the answer is shoes or purses, then I'm going to yeah. be like, hmm. If you're
0: passionate about if you have a purse collection and it's like Carefully curated, and you've got all these really cool bags that are like maybe expensive or whatever. I'd be like, Oh, okay, that's I, I can dig that Like, You
1: better have a rack in your closet yeah. for these things. Same for like shoes. Like, if yeah. you've got
0: like all the Jordans, like every fucking line, and I'd be like, Okay, cool, cool. But like, yeah, if that's your like, if you're just like, I don't like shoes, I really, really like shoes, and it's like, Okay, is mm-hmm. there more? Is that all? <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's the judgmental section of the day. Great. Uh, perfect timing. Let's wrap up. Next week, guys, we is have the last, last episode. One. Oh my god. We're finally set free from our, our the 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 witch's bargain we made. Oh. She cursed us. I'm the witch. It was Taylor. Scenario. Taylor cursed <laughs> us and made us do this podcast for almost twenty <sighs> weeks.
1: Oh God. Okay, so next week It's almost um, half a year. Yeah. Next week, Damn. um a couple of things. Uh we need to remember To do to... four
0: minutes of uninterrupted eye contact. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's we... gonna be good radio. I think it will be. I think I'm just Nobody gonna... says that we can't talk.
0: Oh, I thought it had to be silent.
1: It's just uninterrupted eye contact. Oh, okay. I thought I had to.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: You just have to look at each other. I for want it four to be silent. Minutes. Well, do you want it to be silent? Wouldn't that be
0: funny if we were just staring at each other and there was no like, and then just four minutes of that? <laughs> in how podcast. would they know if
1: we did it or not?
0: Because I'd leave four minutes of silence in. But
1: how do they know that we? Because you just hear walk us being away? like, <sighs> stop. Like little ASMR okay. noises. Um. Well, we're not going to do that. Fine. Well, unless you really want to. No. Think about it. Okay. Think about it. What's the question? All right. Last one. These are, these 35. are the, the bangers. Bangers. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing Jesus. and why?
0: Fuck. <sighs> just oh. let me just make an enemy of my whole family, I guess, okay. except for one of them.
1: Okay. Okay. And last one is um, share. You're going to have to answer it one way or another, so just yeah. so you know. Uh, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. <laughs> also, I do this to you all the time. I do this to you all the time. Yeah, it's great. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem oh, that you have chosen.
0: That one's complicated. I
1: know. It's really good.
0: Uh, do you have a, a preference? I don't. Me neither. Let's flip a coin. Great. Let me grab my
1: penny. Grab the penny. Boop, boop,
0: boop. Okay. Uh, heads is thirty-five. Right. For you. For me. Tails is thirty-six for you. Oh. You get thirty-six.
1: Oh, the last one? No, 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 That's. Oh my gosh, it's like bookends because I it had is. the first question and now I have the last one.
0: Damn. That is some full circle good narrative. Love it. Uh, I mean, we haven't talked about if we're gonna keep doing this podcast. We kind of talked about some stuff, but I don't know. We'll figure it out we'll see if we're gonna still do some stuff after uh i mean we have an rss feed and we got uh you know a a little more time on the 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 lease that's not what it's called so we can always fill this with more stuff if we if we feel like we need more podcasts after the last episode but we'll figure it out
1: yeah i guess we'll find out we'll find out we'll talk
0: (laughs) anyways have fun guys
1: all right um tell your mom that you love her <laughs> go
0: set like the song. listen to the songs on Soundcloud if you want to they're, they're all there by themselves just like a popping the questions and that's all basically
3: I love you bye